Hello and welcome to Movies on the Side. This is Stephen Robles. And this is Nate Baranowski. And today we have a very, very special episode because, Stephen, look around you. It is the second annual mm. Mayo Awards. <laughs> now, Stephen, yes. what does Mayo stand for that we decided last year? Mayo is an acronym for Movies All Year Round. <laughs> Never it makes old. me smile every time. Yes, so good. Movies All Year Round Awards. Steven, I listened to our Mayo Awards from 2019. Yes. And I started that episode by saying, what a wonderful year 2019 has been. Mm. I'm going to, as you may have guessed, I'm going to take a different tact this year. Yes. Because 2020 was a little different from 2019. A little bit. Fair? Mm-hmm. I would say so. This year, Inception style, mm. our awards... I'm like, I was going to put it on Zoom, but that's so played. (laughs) This year, I will be dream sharing the Mayo Awards with you. So, there is no social distancing. There is no pandemic. Mm. There is just three dreams down, Inception style. I have built a world where we are about to jump into. Mm. And Are we in tuxes, Nate? That's all I want to know. I have put us in tuxes this year, and guess what? What's that? They're not even black. They are silvery. They reflect the light. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Mm. Steven, come away with me to a giant amphitheater where people are packed together. All the stars are out. (laughs) Look look down at yourself. You're wearing Mm. a silvery, shimmery tuxedo. Mm. Look at your shoes. They are mirrors that you can see your own face in. How does it feel? Wonderful. I love seeing it. The energy, the excitement, the lights. This is it, Nate. The Mayo Awards. We are up in the balcony. It's one of those shots where it's looking down at the crowd below. And Stephen, the stars are out because we, at Movies on the Side, watched many, many movies this year. We did. And I want to talk about them and congratulate us for the work we've done in 2020. (laughs) Yes. Well, we have many categories that we're going to award Well, we're going to award the Mayo Awards, of course, the Golden Mayo. Absolutely. The Golden Mayo Trophy. It's the picture right now in your podcast player and for this episode. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, one day, you know, one day I would love to give out little awards like YouTube gives their subscribers, like the silver YouTube thing. We should give out gold Mayo statues. One day when our Patreon supporters are, are giving us money hand over foot and we're just printing out these things. Yes. Okay. Well, Nate, I would like to start... Begin the show. Oh, right. By the way, I transported us to the stage. Oh, very good. And the, the music is playing a live orchestra. Not any of that mm. electronic stuff. It's a live mm. orchestra. Everyone's applauding. The first category is our most listened to episode of the year. Now, we had discussed this before we jumped on the show recording. So you already know what it is. Yes. But for our listeners... Our most listened to, most downloaded episode of the year, believe it or not, that beat Hamilton and Hunger Games and Star Wars, the most downloaded movie was Angel Has Fallen, starring Gerard Butler and Morgan Freeman. It is quite amazing. It is baffling. It is... (laughs) <laughs> of all the movies, Nate probably wishes it was a different one. But here we are. Here we are. I'm going to list our next few runners-up in this category. But, Nate, I would love for you to guess, of all the movies that we reviewed this past year, which do you think won second place for most downloaded? 
I'm going to guess, just shot in the dark, I'm going to say Star Wars, Rise of Skywalker. That was a good guess. It actually was third by a very narrow margin. Star Wars, The Rise of the Skywalkers. Is, that was third place. Second place was actually Sonic the Hedgehog. <gasps> oh. James Marsden and one of your favorite actors, Jim Carrey. Yes. Believe it or not. Some runners up. Also high numbers was Knives Out. Great movie. Mm-hmm. Pitch Perfect. We've had some uh, listeners actually say that was one of their favorite episodes. Hunger Games and Hamilton. Those were our top episodes this year. Can I just say, Stephen, yes. looking at all the movies we did this year, I would say we did more good movies this year than past years. We is did. that fair? Yes, I think that is fair. I think it's – we typically do bad movies, but I think this year – I think my thinking was the year is bad. We all needed a little bit (laughs) of some good movie viewing. And I don't think this will necessarily be a trend going forward, but I don't dislike the fact that we did some good ones this year. We did. I would also like to mention here briefly our still highest downloaded episode for some unknown reason is the movie starring Amelia Clark, Me Before You. Still our top downloaded episode. Okay. Second place for most downloaded ever, Sherlock Holmes, 2009. Wow. Okay. They hold up. Okay. Uh, One quick mention I would like to say here. We had a special episode, one that we would have relegated to the bonus feed, but because it was pandemic year, we actually had a special episode titled The Hunt for Toilet Paper. And it was- We did. It was the saga of you, Nate, trying to find toilet paper for your home. And it was delightful. So oh, remember those days? Remember 2019, Stephen? Oh, 2019. Can I can I do a side note here? Yeah. Listen, I'm not a I'm I'm not a prepper. I'm not stocking up on everything. Mm-hmm. But every time I walk through Publix and I see the toilet paper aisle a little empty, I get you know a little you bit do of the grab fear. one. I, I grab one. You're right. This past time there was none in that aisle, and so you know what? I'm going to order some on Amazon. So I quickly order some on Amazon. I have plenty. This is how run-on banks happen. You know, like <laughs> it's, it's a Ponzi scheme. Oh, you're withdrawing your money? I'll do it too. So, so I ordered some on Amazon. But Nate, I made the, the terrible mistake of, of doing it too quickly. As listeners, you should hear our New Year's resolutions in this week's bonus episode. You should go to patreon.com slash movies on the side to listen to that. But I accidentally bought lavender-scented Angel Soft toilet paper. Oh, my. And we put it in our closet, and two days later we said, "What is that smell?" And it lavender, yeah, seeping out our bedroom. It was terrible. But anyway, you actually have to bury that now, <laughs> in order to keep the smell out. <laughs> Uranium and lavender scented mm-hmm. toilet paper. You, yep. you, the only thing you do is bury those it. are the two. The next category that we're going to award a movie that we reviewed this year is the most broken rose-colored glasses. Now, listener, if you don't know what this means. Many times we see older movies, movies that Nate and I remember fondly. But because we are now adults, we've put away younger things. Sometimes those older movies uh, don't hold up. And it means the rose-colored glasses that we once saw this movie in are now broken and shattered. Mm. And so we want to award the most broken rose-colored glasses, one for each of us. One for each. I'll go first. Please do. I open up an envelope that has... (laughs) a white, beautiful ribbon wrapped around it. And I open it up and I read The Wedding Planner. Mm. That was a movie that I, going into this year, I would have told you is one of my top rom-coms. Right. Having watched it this year as an adult, 
it's a bit, shall I say, flawed. I would still watch it. If you told me today, watch Wedding Planner, I'd be like, yep, got it. No problem. But it is the rose-colored glasses have broken. So the Wedding Planner wins it for me. Mm. For me, it was a close match between the Jim Carrey Grinch, but I'm not choosing that one. Oh, man. <laughs> I am going with Lost in Space, yeah. starring Joey Tribbiani. Yeah. That was one of my favorites growing up. I had it on DVD. I've watched it fairly often. And re-watching it at my age now, it was a little disappointing. It's a bad movie, Stephen. It's not a good movie. It's got a terrible script. Lost in Space wins most broken rose-colored glasses for me. All right. Now, our next category is Sleeper Hit of the Year, meaning a movie we did not have high hopes for. We weren't sure if it was going to be good, but turns out it was great. Now, I have, I have a couple honorable mentions for this. I know. I have three finalists here. I, I have three as well. How about this? Yes. Let's read our three, and maybe together we can decide upon the one mm. that you felt like was the best. One to rule them all. Yes. Okay, well, my three are The Aeronauts, Knives Out, and The Peanut Butter Falcon. Gr- great, great. Because on my envelope, it says, The Aeronauts... Peanut Butter Falcon. Oh my. And Free Solo. Oh, unexpected. Unexpected. Okay. I think I'm leaning towards Peanut Butter Falcon because I had literally never heard of this movie. Yes. Before we reviewed it, and I was delighted by it. Yes. I think we just call it the card that I'm holding in my hands. It's a gold trimmed card. <laughs> I thought you were going to say covered in peanut butter. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> no, no. We're in, we're in tuxedos, Nate. I'm not going to be messing with peanut butter. Yes, right now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The peanut butter falcon, I will say, for me, maybe for both of us, yes. wins the sleeper hit of the year. Shia LaBeouf. Buff. Shia LaBeouf. Unexpectedly great performance. That's the sleeper hit of the that year. That is great. I agree with you. I cannot now, because I've been living in this dreamscape with you. There is just something about peanut butter all over an envelope that I can't get out of my head right now. No, it doesn't belong there. It's, That's, oh, it it's sticky. There. No, you Ooh. can't. You can't do that. No. All right. I uh, in this dream, I just wiped my hands off. That's right. There just we go. Get that visual out. All right. Next category. Yes. Next category. This is. I'm holding another envelope now, and there's two words on the front. It says "holds up." <laughs> Meaning. So you hold up the envelope and realize it's not a commandment. No, no, no. no. It's not uh, what we're supposed to be doing. Holds up means this movie holds up from something we've seen in the past, from our childhood or something like that. Mm. And we, it still is good. And so we want to uh, say this movie holds up. Uh, Now I have two of these. I have two as well. Okay. (laughs) We didn't play this. I think if we share one of them, I think we just crown it. I think, I think you're right. Okay. Well, give me what two you had, and I'll tell you mine. My two are this. Yes. Pitch Perfect. Mm-hmm. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Oh, my goodness. Nate, I, we are on the same wavelength. We're in the same dream. Oh, well, yeah, we, we are in the same dream. We are in the same dream. That is absolutely right. Those are my exact two picks, Nate. All right, but we have to pick one, Stephen. What do you think here? Wait, hold on a second. We, yeah. I'm going to turn off my microphone so the crowd can't. That's good. Hey, idea. Stephen. Mm-hmm. We can't just give it to both of them. Listen, here's the problem. Anna Kendrick is very convincing to just award her the thing. I I feel like Pitch Perfect might have the edge because as we talked about in the episode and Mr. and Mrs. Smith, there are some things in 2020 that like the fighting between the, the, the couple that doesn't age as well. Whereas I feel Pitch Perfect has a little bit more 
rewatchability. There's a lot of rewatchability. Let's be honest. That was not one of the ones that aged as well. <clears throat> that does remind. Okay, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. <laughs> well, right. I just. What are we going to tell them? What do I you think, feel in your heart? I, I think, despite its flaws, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, because it was more surprising. Like I knew Pitch Perfect. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was yeah, going to yeah, be fun. Mr. Okay, Smith, let's do yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Could I have a baby wipe? There's still some peanut butter on it. Yeah, yeah. Here okay. You go. All right. And now we're back. Okay. We're back, everybody. And the award for Holds Up goes to the movie. Hold on. Let me pull out another envelope here. <clears throat> As I open the envelope, a song plays. It's the Mondo Bongo. Oh, I hope that you're editing this right over top. That's right. And the winner is Mr. and Mrs. Smith, starring Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. It holds up. It holds yeah, up. it does. It holds, it holds up. up. All right. The next category, I'm, I'm very excited for this category. The lights come down. The music slightly darkens. The crowd gets a little jumpy. <laughs> a hush falls over the crowd. Mm-hmm. Because the next Mayo Award is for the worst movie we reviewed this year. The worst. I have four of them in my list. <laughs> I knew you would. I knew you'd have multiple. I chose one. I knew it immediately. Okay. But tell Let me. Let me just yeah. name my four. Please do. You tell me if your one is one of these four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Stephen, we may have watched some good movies this year on this podcast. It's true. I think they are balanced out by these four movies alone. There's balance in the force. Cats. Oh, yeah. Can't believe we watched this in 2020. In the midst of the pandemic, we decided to treat ourselves to cats. Doolittle, mm. Artemis Fowl, <laughs> Lost in Space. Well, believe it or not, Nate, mine is just totally different. <gasps> you don't even have one of these. Okay, well, I will declare, out of my four, mm-hmm. I still think Artemis Fowl is the worst movie that we watched and reviewed together in 2020. I listened to our episode. Go back and listen to it. Uh, Steven gave this movie a zero. <laughs> and I gave the movie 0.5. Wow. I'm surprised you even gave it a 0.5. I know. I, I don't know what I was thinking back then, but we were quarantined. Well, you chose four probably of the worst movies, but my choice is because I when I remember reviewing it, mm. I believe this was one of Jill's favorite episodes because we were the most antagonistic towards each other when talking about this movie. Oh, okay. But from my memory, the worst was the 2011 Footloose. Oh, that that movie did really do things to you. <laughs> it, it made me so mad. And just just seeing the name Footloose, mm. angry. They got you. Just don't like it. So for me, worst. Mm, okay. Now, before we continue to give away our Mayo Movies All Year Round Awards, we would like to welcome to the stage the three very special guests that we had on Movies on the Side this year. Scenic artist Rowan Harris joined us on the show. Mm, so good. Costume designer extraordinaire Kate Hawley. Also brilliant. Film producer and internet celebrity Adam Lissagor all joined us on the show. Very fun episode. Oh, yeah. Very weird movie. Yeah. <laughs> so... If you missed any of those special interviews, we encourage you to go back and listen. They're great. They were a lot of fun. I hope that in 2021, we can get some more guests. I'd like to have at least three on during 2021. Yes. By chance, you listen to this podcast and you know of someone that is in the movie industry who is an interesting uh, person, has an interesting job. Uh, Get us connected. Let's say you have an uncle who's a a, uh, choreographer. Yeah. Help us help you. 
<laughs> exactly. All right. Now, back to our final awards. These categories chosen by Nate Baranowski himself. Nate, take it away. All right. Welcome to part two of the Mayo Awards. This first category is the exact same as last year, but it is this, bingeable movies. Stephen, here's the category. You are by yourself on a Saturday you, out of all the movies we reviewed in 2020, you have three you are going to watch back to back to back. What are your three? <laughs> okay. One is knowingly bad, but I'm going to watch it anyway. Yeah. 2012, I have to have some disaster end of the world movie in there. Right. You had San Andreas last year. That's so right. 2012 is yours for this year. 2012 is this year. Number two, Ford v. Ferrari. Mm -hmm. I would like to see that one again. It was a very good movie. And this last one, it was a tough race, tough race between two movies. But the one I didn't choose was Hamilton. Mm. It was very close. Mm -hmm. But what I did choose as my third pick is Pitch Perfect starring Anna Kendrick. <gasps> Wonderful. For the 18th time, you will have seen this movie. I did watch it 16 of those times on a cruise ship. While I Correct. was quarantined. I just want to specify. Go listen to our Pitch Perfect episode from last year Fair. if you want to hear about Stephen's cruise ship story. Yes. It wasn't a recent cruise ship story with like coronavirus. This was like six years ago. Right. So, but anyway. Nate, tell me your three movies. My three are in this exact order as well. The first movie I watch is Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The second movie I watch, which again, not a good movie, but... For every disaster movie of yours is a movie that is a feel-good story for me, which is Draft Day. <laughs> and then my third movie to finish it off, just because I don't remember it that well and I need to see it again, is Star Wars Rise of the Skywalkers. I will say, another honorable mention for my sleeper hit category, Draft Day, not being a sports ball person, Draft Day was very good. And I would watch That had some moments, didn't it? Yes, I would watch that again for sure. I just yes. want to say. All right. Yeah. The next category has one word on it. Remake. <laughs> what movie did we review in 2020 that you would like to see remade? It does not have to be an old movie. It can be a movie that was just not that great from this last year. And I will start because I have two of them. Oh, okay. My first one is Jumper. Yeah. I think that concept is fun, has legs, and I would love to see like a Tom Holland-esque mm. character. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think jumping has a lot of, I'd love to see it rebooted. I think it has a lot of backstory to it that it could be filled in. I'd like to see it with a new actor in it. Right. And then I would like to see them reboot Artemis Fowl again. <laughs> sure, right, right. Like there is just something about like, call it Artemis. Right. Mm -hmm. Just Just Artemis. Right. And just start it over. Mm -hmm. Pretend like it and, never happened. And do it better this exactly. time. Yep. Yeah, that's good. Well, as I was going through the movies, I was going to say Lost in Space, and then I realized that it's already happened. <laughs> there's there's already a remake, the Netflix original, and it's actually and it's, very good. It's better, right? Yes, it is much better. It is very good. So I obviously can't pick that. It already happened. But my choice for remake, I'm going to open this card. It's it's hard to hold on to because the wind is blowing. Ooh. It's blowing the card around. It's going... <laughs> I'm going to say Twister. Mm -hmm. I think Twister was good. It was okay. But I would love to see a modern remake, not necessarily with those actors. doesn't have to be that story, but a disaster movie where Twisters are the main element. Yes. We've seen a lot of disaster movies, like 2012, 
where twisters are just relegated to some weird CG scene in the middle to show that there's lots of destruction in some city, blah, blah, blah. Right. I want to focus on the tornadoes. Yes. And that's the kind of remake I would like to see. And it stays on brand with disaster movies. So twister. Yep. Good call. All right. My second to last category is a very, very cold envelope. And it's called Freezing Cold Takes. What opinions did we have this year that we would either like to take back or to alter because we've had some time to think about it? This is tough. I'll go first. Yeah, you go first. But I didn't have time to listen back to every review I did of every movie. I didn't either. So I had to kind of remember sort of my overall opinions on things. But let me tell you something. I listened to our Artemis Fowl episode. Mm -hmm. I definitely called the author Owen Colfer. His name is definitely Ian Colfer. And every time I used (laughs) his name and said it completely wrong, it's like a Irish spelling of Ian, I cringed at myself. So I want to say I'm sorry to Ian Colfer. Sorry for saying your name wrong so many times. I wish we could just go back in and like dub it in. (laughs) I mean, it's it's possible. Ian Colfer. So I want to say that was a bad that was a bad thing I did. But my my big take that I want to to kind of Skyfall adjust is that I fought too hard for Footloose. Mm. I need to let you know. I don't think it is anywhere close to the worst movie we saw this year. Sure. But I think I was taking a little bit of a contrarian approach to your great rage (laughs) and i would say it is a mediocre movie at best and it is not good yeah overall so i'm going to say i am not claiming this movie is better than i said it was this movie is still terrible so i'm not changing my rating or overall thoughts about it sure but i'm gonna talk about cats oh no now the reason why is because i did not see the broadway original uh-huh. before watching the movie. And after we watched the movie and did our episode and released it to the world, then I saw the Broadway musical, and it is just as bizarre <laughs> and insane, maybe a little less so, than the movie. Oh, and you're saying, you, you're about to give them credit for doing a faithful adaptation. <laughs> well, I don't know if I'm going to give them any credit. But I just want to say that the source material that the movie was working from not the poems from way back when right but the broadway musical the andrew lloyd webber fever dream <laughs> like the movie was already pulling from a disturbed and insane musical mm-hmm. doesn't forgive it for being super weird and bad many times and it's weird but the musical it's pulling from is also weird and so i, I want to not change the rating but I would love to have that kind of knowledge and reflection going into reviewing the movie right. after seeing the Broadway musical on streaming. So anyway, yep. that would be the one I would, I would like to revisit. Very good. And now for our final category of the night, we're going to talk about, and I didn't do this right last year, and this year it will be no better. <laughs> The category is flubbed potential. That's right. What movie do you think had a ton of potential and just absolutely botched it? Well, you want me to tell me you, you pick my pick right now? Yep. Okay. Give it to me. A close second was Independence Day Resurgence. Mm-hmm. It had a great first movie. It could have worked off of, but it didn't. But I'm picking John Carter of Mars. Ah. Now, yes. I, I don't know if it's a great source material to pull from. 
but I was excited to, you know, see somebody on Mars. And it was really weird and bad. So I would love to see a remake of something like that. Do you know, thinking back on John Carter, I'm getting it confused in my mind with, we also did Jupiter Ascending at some point in time? No, we have not. We haven't done Jupiter Ascending? No, I think that's, uh, no, Was we haven't before we've our time. It. What's that? I don't know. I, I thought we did. No, 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 we've never done Jupiter Ascending. Oh, uh, well, we need to do Jupiter Ascending. <laughs> it's basically just John Carter. Oh, okay. I didn't know. With Channing Tatum. Mm, step up. So anyway, what, what is your cool concept, bad execution? All right. This, this, this movie disappointed me so much. It is Doolittle. Oh, yeah. You had told me they're going to remake or they're going to make a movie called Doolittle, Doolittle about Dr. Doolittle. It will star Robert Downing Jr. as the titular doctor. There will be great, I've seen Lion King, there will be great animated animals. And you told me, Will this movie be good? I would bet you dollars to donuts, then back to dollars, that Doolittle would have been good. And this movie was, in fact, a dumpster fire. (laughs) I can't believe that movie was messed up in such a way. Because it should just be a hit. Yeah. Like, I still think, I still can't believe it. Because right now, if you told me, hey, they're making another movie, it's called Doolittle. (laughs) It has Robert Downing Jr. and talking animals. I'd be like, yep, great masterpiece nope (laughs) flubbed yeah that was bad well listeners we hope you enjoyed our 2020 movies all year round awards Mm -hmm. and let us know what would you like to hear us review this coming year tell us the, the movies the series old or new whatever you'd like to hear we're here to review it oh and dear mots listeners we're actually doing something new right now as our first episode of 2021 we've actually made a survey because we want to know more about you the listener of movies on the side podcast stats just kind of tell you how many downloads an episode gets and what app they listen from but we want to know more about you our actual listener what you like listening to where you listen to us what you'd like to hear more of and so we have a survey you can find the link in the episode show notes or, if you're not sure where that is, you can go to mots.fm slash 135, the numbers, and you'll find the link there as well. If you could fill that out, tell us about you. I think it'll help make the episodes in 2021 and beyond even better. And do not forget, we have incredible bonus episodes every week. And this week, Nate and I did our New Year's resolutions, and we actually uh, assign a book to the other to read this year. And so you can hear what books we chose for each other and what our, I don't know, New Year's resolutions is the right word. What, what would you say? New Year's goals? Well, they are resolutions. If you if oh. we're too fancy for resolutions, we can call them no, know, no. intentions or goals or whatever. <laughs> intentions. New Year's intentions. <laughs> that's great. No, no, no. All right, all right. Our New Year's resolutions, that's at patreon.com slash movies on the side. Support the show and you get access to all the bonus episodes Everything from talking about bread in a can to Nate flying an airplane this past year to many exciting adventures. You should totally tune in. And those are fun. Absolutely. And if you want to read along with us as part of the newly formed Mott's Book Club. That's right. Yes. You can. Yes. That'd be fun. And of course, we would love to hear from you on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Movies on the Side, everywhere. And if you have not yet, we'd love a we would appreciate a five-star rating and review in Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for listening in 2020. I can't believe that people are still with us. 
It is <laughs> a, quite a fun journey to be on. Stephen, thanks for doing all of the editing for all of these episodes. I know you put in a lot of work. Uh, everyone, I basically just show up. I watch bad movies <laughs> and then just discuss them with Stephen. So, Stephen, thank you for putting all your work into this podcast endeavor with me. Absolutely. And thank you for doing it with me. It's enjoyable this April. It's going to be three years we've been doing wow. this show. All right, Stephen, bring down the house lights, and uh, I'm going to push Stephen off the stage to give him the kick. Um, so we exit our dream sharing. Thank you for journeying with us on this shared Mayo Awards wonderful dream. Good night. Is that, that's that, I'll play the orchestra music as you wake up <laughs> with a mask on. Standing in a public, oh, dazed and confused. With lavender-scented toilet paper, and nothing is Yeah, the, the same. lavender toilet paper actually brings you back from the dream. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's the kick. That's the kick. Yeah, exactly. All right. And welcome back. Well, that was good. We did it. We did it.